because I've been excited since I heard the song Brick. Tonight's guest will not disappoint. Raph promised me I was picking against one of the greatest, which means it is time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside of the cage. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, Raph Esparza. Raph, how you doing? Good. Clarification. Brick, the one about abortion by Ben Folds 5? Yeah, that's, you said Ben Folds one tonight, right? That, that. No, not Ben Folds. This is Ben Folks. It's very different. I'm going to need a minute. You go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, equally. I love the song have... Army Raph. You know that. And now I have to deal with just an MMA turn. Fine. Fine. I know. I know. Well, you know, if Ben played the piano and was really good at it and had very good allegories. That's actually, I would believe it's a possibility. I just, it's not in his bio. It's not anywhere that he wrote for me to say about him. First question, Ben, folks, mm. uh, are you a piano, a pianist, very talented, and can you sing? Uh, no and no, but I will also say if you're choosing a day to go take your girlfriend for an abortion, Day after Christmas is kind of one of the worst days you can choose, man. I understand, like, maybe they had, like, some time constraints. Her her mom and dad went down to Charlotte. There was no one there to find them out. I get that. <laughs> I, I understand those constraints. However, you're looking at the calendar. You're like, so when do we want to go with this abortion? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. see. Uh, how about the day after Christmas? Everybody else is, you know, they're, they're rushing to the malls and all that kind of shit. How about we just... We run on down to the abortion clinic real quick and just take care of this. Great bit. Love where you're going with it. Sounded a little close to Russia. Not the time, Ben. <laughs> so just, you know, this week we're working on a, a little bit that we do called WWE BJJ Week, where we infuse pro wrestling into a jiu-jitsu context. And I was going over some of the moves and I go, OK, we're going to hit a Russian leg. You can't call yeah. it that, right? Not right now. No, it's a freedom leg sweep now. Exactly, sir. So that's that's what we're hitting uh, before I hit my my Bret Hart move set. Maybe you could call it the Alliance. We'll workshop it. <laughs> we will workshop it. Ben, folks, good to see you or hear you, I guess. I would say this, my friend. Congratulations on almost hitting 500. Now, this is not a curse. This is not a spell. We have a similar amount of episodes that we have done because we started about the same time. Somehow, magically... We pulled ahead of you, and I don't know how. Well, I mean, we did miss a couple every now and then, but mainly only like when somebody's child was born or uh, major medical emergencies, things of that nature. In fairness, Mm -hmm. though, uh, we do a Monday free-to-all podcast, and those are the only ones that are numbered. And it's like it's like those are the numbered pay-per-views kind of thing. <laughs> and but like our the version of our fight nights, which in this version ironically are the ones that people actually have to pay for via our Patreon. Like we record like several other podcasts throughout the week, so we we have done well over five hundred episodes of sitting down recording ourselves talking to people. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to count those, that's okay. I, I get that. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea that. If you do that, it just opens up the door to saying, like, you know, there's too many co-main events, just too many of them. It's hard for me to keep up with the storylines. Ah, it's so exhausting, you know? It is it, it, oversaturation. We are we are willfully oversaturating the market, and we will not be dissuaded from that. 
So, Kevin, speaking of pro wrestling, here's what I want to tell you. This well, is how they got on. more. No one ever, Raph, I got to interrupt you. I get where Please you're headed. On. No one ever asked my side of this. You and yeah. Ben are workaholics. I'm over here with Stockholm Syndrome. Like, I had a baby. <laughs> Raph did just kick me off the show. He just replaced me for a few weeks. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital. Raph was like, fuck it. We'll just play over under Kevin with someone not named Kevin, right? <laughs> does 87 shows, makes me get online at like, midnight on a rough one i just wanted to take this second to uh That's know, point out I we're pitched. not all bragging about 500 some of us True. have been drug through a few yeah. of these you know, what i'm be- hearing is interim champ like he, <laughs> he went with an interim champ which you got to do what you got to do sometimes <laughs> to be fair i did bring on an interim champ to take on kevin and over under I don't kevin like i had you to do two on the same time <laughs> that won't work for me <laughs> it's okay you guys will be against each other very soon so uh, ben, I was saying the thing that you did that sucked me in uh, to giving you more of my money because I do support your show Thank you. is you guys teased a ranking of pro wrestling moves. And I was so angry because I said, I'm not falling for this. I'm not going to pay them more money just to angry yell at this ranking. And then I did. And you know what was really bad about it is? I didn't disagree enough to write up a response. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go about the rankings Mm -hmm. uh, in that situation because it's like, look, did pro wrestling give us all some uh, really flawed ideas about what constituted a sleeper hold from a technical (laughs) perspective? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I mean, is there anybody, though, between the ages of 30 and 45 who hasn't hit a DDT on somebody's little brother in a living room? And it's a miracle that there's not just a a ton of spinal injuries as a result of it. Like, absolutely. We all know that. That's just a fact of life. And Ben, if it wasn't for pro wrestling, I wouldn't have a decent toehold. And if you start in the 10th Planet system, which I did, they really don't care if your knees work. So at the very least, I had some sort of defense system and people go, oh, what is that? And I go, it's an ankle lock. And they said, no, that's a toll. I go, well, um, Kurt Angle calls it an ankle lock. And he <laughs> won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. So I'm going to mentioned it that. once or twice. I think I kind of know what I'm talking <laughs> about here. Also, don't make me talk about the time that I went to Grappos Quest in Las Vegas and my first match was against one of Eddie Bravo's guys. And Eddie mm. Bravo was over there on the edge of the mat yelling instructions to the guy to get the lockdown. And I was sitting there like, Eddie, I, it was a real patent moment for me because I was like, I read your book. I read your book, Eddie. <laughs> Even the parts where I had to like sit through the parts where you're talking about being a DJ at a strip club <laughs> and trying to bang the strippers and how you uh, eventually changed your opinion about marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got through all those parts just to hear about your whole system, man. And now it's paying off because I beat his guy on points. <laughs> you would be a guy that beat somebody on points, Ben. That, and that, and that read happy. through the weed stages of Eddie's book. Good God. Small percentage of people. Kev, you <laughs> don't understand. Percentage. Did you ever read that book? You, I, It's a ride, man. It's a ride. Is there an audible version? Did he get, sit in a studio and read it? Because no, that one I definitely want. go to his class and he just reads it out loud <laughs> by dictated memory. Entering the system, volume three of 97, you'll get a pretty good idea what the book's about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of necks, 
then I would be remiss if I didn't We might have to start ask. a side project where we just do excerpts of reading Eddie's book <laughs> as a group. A, very a book idea. club where there's only one book. We you just make your way through it. <laughs> it's going to take you a while. It is going to take you a while. <laughs> Full disclosure, I made it through the introduction, but not the rest of the book. So yes. once I got there, nice. that made me very quickly realize I'm not going to be a black belt under the 10th planet. The introduction system. was 47 pages, I bet, by it the was. way. It was yes. like, let me Kevin, briefly explain everything. Don't You don't understand. That's not a lie. It is exactly, I think, 50 or 60 pages before you get to a single technique. And that's when I knew I don't smoke weed. I don't think I'm cool like them. I'm going to go to the gi. I think that's what I'm going to do now. Okay. That book might be another thing we could blame on Joe Rogan. Sorry, back 100%. to wrestling. Back to your the uh, the theater so, of wrestling. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. I was actually transitioning. I wanted to know how our good friend Ben's pile of trash neck is. Are you doing okay? Like, what's going on with that, sir? Yeah, I'm doing considerably better today than I was yesterday. It's the the thing with the pile of trash neck is that's just some days you wake up and you're like, uh oh. I don't, I don't know what I did, but it's not good. And I, you, the worst part is that feeling of knowing like, well, I know how this plays out and it means like today <laughs> is going to be a terrible day for me. And, you know, I, I stretched a lot. And at this point you just get so used to dealing with it. And so, you know, the things to do. The real question for me is we're, we're hot in rec league hockey playoff season right now. Missed, missed a game last night that was, you know, a, a meaningless game. Got one tonight at 11 o'clock. Can I rally? Can I rally and show up to this game? Is my neck in that good a situation? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to be a game time decision. Kev, can we have a sidebar here? About his, Yeah, I think we should. Recre- Did this I man think- just say 11? For recreational 11, yeah. hockey, right? Yeah. Is this mafia hockey? Is Are there real stakes involved? Well, see, the way it works is that when the playoffs start, it's like eh, top four teams or whatever going to the playoffs. If you're team number five or six, they put you in the toilet bowl, which means you play a meaningless game at 11 o'clock, the absolute worst time slot. And all you really stand to win is the championship of not being last, which, to be fair, sometimes feels kind of meaningful because it's like you get to end your season on a win, even though your season was a failure in all other ways. And you get to kind of like ride off into the sunset on that. You don't move on to the next round of the playoffs. It's it's over for you, but it's probably best because clearly you guys sucked and you were not going to do well if you moved on to the next round of the playoffs. Let me so get that's, this straight, that's kind of what ben. I'm dealing with. <clears throat> Let me get this straight. You will do that for a meaningless title. But you won't give me the jujitsu super fight that I deserve against your pile of trash neck. Because I could actually, like, with your pile of trash neck, I got a shot. I can't well, say that about every podcast. I mean, sweeten the stakes. And I can, I can rally for one. I can come out of retirement <sighs> for one. You know? Uh, if, 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 if I'm on some, some Jake Paul shit and I want to come <laughs> out there and smash the bag, I, I, can, do, I can do it for one. Uh, but you know, it's got to really be worth it. Well, I mean, I think that was the nicest way of saying I'm not worth it, but that's okay. I take that in stride. I heard what you were putting down there. I'm just saying, Ben, I'm not out here challenging anybody. Like, I don't care. You're the only person that I think, yeah, that would be fun. 
because at the very least, I would have IPAs waiting at the ready after said super fight. Because I've had people over the years say, like, why don't we have a super fight? And I go, not interested. Raph, why do you want a super fight with Ben Folks? I don't know, man. Just bored. He's wasting his fucking neck. Well, with what is this? Hockey? Oh, I thought he was gonna be in the finals. Oh, good for him. I, wait, fifth place? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm out of here. I'm gonna be out here doing uh, strip mall karate studio pressure points. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not above it. I'm gonna I'm touching a spot behind your ear and you lose your sensation of taste and I'll do whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's all right. You're going to hit me with the COVID. I just heard that is essentially what you're going with there, which (laughs) terribly not the worst choice. Kevin, I need you to get some ammunition right now. We've already gotten a chance to get to know Ben previously, but you're about to take on him as an opponent. So I want to give you an opportunity to get some intel. So what are some things that you need to know about Ben? That will help better inform your trash talk. You guys both just reminded me that I wanted to work on a project uh, called Weaponized Vertigo. I haven't done yet to just like sneak at some partners. So that was a good, helpful discussion. I know the NBA has journalist games that no one watches, but the journalists talk about it for 72 hours. This is our chance. We need to have the journalists quest. MMA will get everybody together. We won't invite Joe Rogan, so he might arrive. We will invite Ariel Hawani. And then it's just going to be like us two and four other people, I think. So that'll be good. Yep. Um, yep. Jeff Glover shows up two days later. I need to know from you, Ben, right now, what are you binge watching that you're embarrassed of on television? Mm. Well, you didn't think that Amazon was going to come out with a Reacher series. about the Jack Reacher books and I was not going to watch that shit because I have read an embarrassing number of Jack Reacher books and my dad got me started reading the Reacher books where he was like you gotta read the Reacher shit and I was just like okay whatever you know like but I started reading them and then I watched like the first movie where it was Tom Cruise and I was like wait a minute every single page of the Reacher books goes out of their way to tell you what a gargantuan human being Jack Reacher is. It's kind of his thing, is being fucking huge. And then you pick notoriously miniature Hollywood actor Tom Cruise to play Reacher. It just didn't seem right to me. And Amazon course-corrected with this new Reacher series, uh, creatively titled Reacher. Don't say and a bad word about it. They, that sounded like you hinted they, at a bad word about it, and I won't tolerate it, not on my show. <laughs> you see this guy that they got as Reacher, and you're like, man, for basically an itinerant wanderer who lives on diner food, my man got some abs. Like, he, he is really, really in shape. Like, not only is he enormous, <laughs> they get that part right, but he is just like like bodybuilder physique and you're like well okay and yet like i'm a few episodes in when i get to the point where reacher shoves a dead body in the trunk of a car and in order to make it fit breaks the legs of the dead body with his bare hands and i say out loud oh come on reacher the people at home are probably thinking like, oh, did he use like a heel hook maneuver? He did not. Nope. He took one side on one foot, the other on the other, and just <laughs> snapped it forcefully into the car. It was gross. You could hear it. I just went, oh, Reacher, come on. 
Yeah, his name is Alan Richardson, and I'm trying to find if they have a picture of his actual physical size next to someone Tom Cruise's size. It would be really nice if I could get a disparity, but it, I agree. When I saw him walking up, I was like, well, they learned their lesson. They did a little course correction. They were like, we're yeah. going to use the biggest actor in Hollywood this time. Can I just I say, really- as somebody who's worked on productions, every time I see how large that dude is, I get really angry for the camera crew because I immediately think they have to spend time trying to size him into the shot. And every shot I've seen is maybe him in a diner where he's hunching over just so that they can get the camera angle. Well, and there's so many shots of him just like towering over mere mortals <laughs> to like to make sure you get the point. But I'm also like now they're at least maintaining the spirit of the books because, man, the books just they there are the guy had to go to such great lengths to even find new ways to describe the size of Reacher's hands. Because mm. it's just like he is really trying to make you understand. Reacher is enormous. His hands are just giant ass ham hocks. And yet there's so many of those books. So he's got to try really hard to find new ways in each book to remind you if you're joining this story already in progress, that Reacher is fucking huge. <laughs> he was a Ninja Turtle, I think, too. You're okay. That that went stunningly successful. Raph didn't realize I found the other Reacher fan person. I've talked to a lot of people, and no one has seen this show yet. No, no. Which, I've heard it's gotten decent reviews, and it really makes me happy because it allows me to bring back my favorite joke. Men, folks, do you know my favorite Jack Reacher joke? I don't, there's there's no way for me to know, but I I feel like I sense you're going to tell me. Okay. Well, kudos on that. What? What great observation skills you have. All right. Uh, Jack Reacher, hardly knower. Hey, everybody, that's it. Listen. That ain't bad. Hey, that it's okay. It's, it could have been set up better. I was hoping that you'd have a little more enthusiasm, but you were like, you're going to tell me. And I go, I really am. Uh, there's no getting around that. I'm just, I really want to shoehorn this in. I thought we now, were going to guess. I was going to be like, <laughs> uh, you're going to start a podcast called Reachering Around? How how close was that? So good. That was close. So, Kev, I'll give you a pause. We'll come back to you. Ben, you know alarmingly little about myself and Kevin. So I need you to also figure out what you need as ammunition for Kevin. So floor is yours. Open questions, whatever you'd like to ask Kevin. Uh, What's the scariest thing that happened to you as a child, Kevin? Oh, no. (laughs) Right? Yeah, okay. Um, I'll resist the urge to just talk about Kansas. And that one time, the radio did a mass marriage ceremony. There was like 30 couples, and people booed the only two men. They were like, we believe in the sanctity of marriage. We were at the Renaissance Fair, where 98.9 was free marrying 50 people on a show, and people had the audacity to be like, but that's not how it's done. Sanctity of marriage, my lord. How dare you? I I don't think that was it. So I am going to go with the time I saw a car accident. It was pretty uh, haunting. My mom slams on the brake. Two cars slammed directly into each other in front. Pretty nuts. One car kind of swerved to the left. That'll that'll get you. And I was just sitting there, and I remember, like, feel like years later, it was like ten, eleven. My mom just jumps out and starts acting. She was all about it. 
I'm just wet wow, myself. This, this ended up being a story about your mom being awesome. And just uh, being a little petrified of Denver drivers, if you want to know the truth. Still carry that one with me. Ben, what in the name of Batman's psychological backstory? No, no, Raph, did it's you my time. That? Ben, tell us about someone important oh, you shit. lost and why they <laughs> oh, no. were meaningful to you. No. It's just, I like that when you give the idea where you say, hey, Ben, we're going to do some trash talk. And Ben goes, mm, I need to get right to the core. I was Beers. hoping he was going to say, like, snakes or something. Like, I was hoping for, like, an Indiana Jones, like, a very simple. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is a nice one. Uh, lightning yeah. striking the house. Oh, good? okay. Yeah. That's good. Took out our oversized TV. And at those times, like, uh, surround sound was 87 pieces of radio equipment. You had to buy from someone named Gary at a circuit city. <laughs> I mean, are you sure your parents were just like, not like, oh, no, no, lightning struck our house and our TV doesn't work. Go to bed. <laughs> so turn it off. Lightning, <laughs> damn lightning strike. Get your ass to bed. So, Kevin, mm -hmm. I give you another chance to respond. It sounds like you have something in the chamber now because you could see where Ben wants to head. And I think it's very telling. Like, if this was a poker hand, I'd say, like, hey, proceed with caution. He's got a couple aces in the hole here, man. Okay, okay. If we were going to get a full journalist match together, Ben, would you need to be fighting or would you take the commentary gig, the only spot they have? Well, I know most MMA journalists enough to say, um, as long as I can get in a different bracket than Luke Thomas, I feel pretty good. <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke Thomas is the MMA media's Jack Reacher. He is enormous. <laughs> and he also, like, trains. And so it's just like he's just the, – the physical facts of the man are a problem to deal with. However, I've also grappled with Ariel Helwani in the past. If I get – I mean, I, I, feel, I feel all right about my chances against most MMA journalists. Um, just that, you know, we, we might need to pull a – like an early pride rampage Jackson move and poison Luke Thomas's food, like from room service or whatever. <laughs> we'll just give him John Evans up top. We'll make them rub. Yeah. John Evans. Well, versus okay. Thomas. But with Luke Thomas though, I don't think he's been training much either. I thought he had an injury as well. Well, probably because we're all old, but he's everyone's still enormous. Like, got an injury train, uh, against another guy who doesn't train anymore, but is huge. <laughs> like it's still, you know, he's still got certain advantages built in. Just say Listen, dude, I when I try to pick my people here, I do it carefully where I say, like, I would probably put myself further down the list. But when I hear Luke Thomas saying, yeah, I had an injury, I don't really train as much. And it's like, no, his brain right. still works. He does the analysis. It's very good. But then I hear him say that and I go, "Ooh, Rafa Sparza just moved up one. Thank you, Luke. Early idea for the bet, Raf. I know I'm not mm. supposed to, but things okay. popped into place. Quickly. <laughs> That's what happens right, when Ben's around. I'm sharp. I'm even sober. Kind of. Well, hey, listen, that's a big, big and, I, and I don't even have hockey at 11. I just uh, I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> All right, Ben, you get one more question to ask, Kevin. I can even wager two if you need it. But what would you like to know that will help better inform your trash talk? Um, all right. So let's say you're all alone on a deserted island. <laughs> that sounds like heaven. Go on. Um, the are, are you the type where you're like, I'm going to start a new life here? Or are you like, 
Tom Cruise and Castaway, I would rather die out there in the waves than than stay here and and live out my life alone on this island with talking to a volleyball. Thought about this a lot, and I will say, I think I'm going to take more of an alone approach and be like, mm. things don't look great at the moment in society. We're all reading the headlines. We have a dictator loose in, in very close to Europe. And that is something people used to say 70 years ago. It's really bad. This is one of those moments where it's like, I'll just see slowly. I'll measure if the tides start rising and I'll keep an idea. How bad is climate change? Right. Is it worth trying to get my ass on a tiny raft to go? So raft can yell at me about missing episodes 501 through 528 <laughs> And to tell me he did not stop recording. He's just been using someone uh, that Ben knew about, but felt bad after sending me on the island thing. Artificial so I'm going to make a life. It's too expensive right now. I'm, I'm just going to settle down, see if I can figure out how to make a microphone, get in touch with the outside world, maybe. But um, no, let's, uh, let's get some sushi. Let's get in shape. Let's get some self-care, get some me time, more yoga. Yeah, that's that's the thing to do there is in the in the deserted islands situation is to to, to look inward. I'll figure you out know? how to distill something. I also need to make sure that we correct this before anybody sends me a note. Ben, Tom, Tom Hanks was in Castaway, yes. not Tom Cruise. I was. That is uh, what did, I, did I say Tom Cruise? Well, you said shit. Tom Cruise because the, the hate the is shit. so so aggressively high. And that's a different movie. If they, if they put Tom Cruise in that, that is a very different movie. <laughs> he just fucking punches Wilson. You don't understand. Tom Intense. Cruise was like in that movie, I'm sure. <laughs> At some point they pitched it. And they're like, well, you're kind of on an island. There's a plane crash and you barely survive. Barely survive? You know, he's like, he's like. Tom Cruise movie? No, 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 no. I no. will survive the most. I take over the plane. I don't even. We don't even crash. I just gently land it. I save these two morons. I teach them how to live. They're like, that's not the movie. Like we're. Gonna, I don't think we're gonna pass. We're gonna go with somebody else. Gonna, thank you, Tom, for I your see contribution. I really want to see Tom Cruise in Castaway. Pretty bad. And in Man. Forrest Gump, I want all of the changes. The problem is, Kevin, you would have gotten Mission Impossible too. And if you didn't get Mission Impossible 2, how would you ever ride a motorcycle and fight someone? That's you wouldn't true. know. That's true. But Tom, maybe Tom Hanks does Mission Impossible. It's, <laughs> it's much more accessible. It's just like him riding a you? pedaled bike angry. Oh, hey, come on. Come on, Tom Hanks, everybody in Mission Impossible. I think it's time to transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a segment of the show that we call Over Under Kevin. It's a very fun game. My name is Rafa Spars. I host this part of the show. The way this works is very simple. We go through the entire upcoming UFC pay-per-view card. However, we do it randomized. We give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. And if I so deem it, I will give them 15 seconds of rebuttal time. Now, even though the person who gets the most correct picks is technically the winner we here acknowledge the person who talks the best amount of trash talk is the actual winner. Gentlemen, do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? Uh, yes, and I named my team the Prime Reachers and his the Cruise Reachers 
on the spreadsheet. Oh, no. So shots fired. Ben, do you understand the rules? Not at all. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's that's the motto of the show. Let's go. Kevin, you're going to start us off 15 seconds on the clock, and it is a light heavyweight bout between uh, (laughs) Michael Olizic and Dustin Jacoby. Go. This is one of those things that I used to do in school. I'd immediately pick like the thing I understood. I'm going to do that same here, except mm-hmm. with the name. I'm okay. going with Jacoby. Not because I'm scared to try to pronounce Michael's last name, but because mm-hmm. of Jacoby's reach. <laughs> Would you say it's a reacher? I do. Reach. Now it's in the brain. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, ben, what do you have? 15 seconds on the clock. Go. First of all, I don't believe either one of these are real people. Uh, That being said, I will take just Dustin Jacoby. Um, That's come on. That's not a name. That's not a real person. You're not going to. Nice try. You're not going to trick me. You're going to trick me right out of the gate. (laughs) Uh, Kevin, I believe question for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, If Ben folks was to come up with the fake name. And by the way, of all people throwing stones here, Ben folks. Just saying, the fakest of all the names on the show so far. What do you think Ben Folks' fake name would be? Jack Action. He seems to overcompensate <laughs> a lot. And people would be like, that's a pretty aggressive last name. He's like, is there a problem with it? Ben, your response? Obviously, I would go with Guy Incognito. Uh, <laughs> just play, play it, playing it cool. <laughs> Brilliant. We're going to our next bout. It's a lightweight bout. Ben, you go first on this one. Between Devontae Smith and Ledovit Klein. I mean, Devontae Smith's winning that. That's just, that, that's the way it's going to go. Devon, it's going to be like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's not going to be anybody there at the T-Mobile <laughs> Arena, and Devontae Smith's going to win it. Okay, thank you much for that, Kevin. So I think this is the fake name fight. I don't think yeah. someone named Ludovic Klein exists. I think that's just who GSP's falsely fighting under. Heard it from a friend. Can't verify it's true. Can't verify it's not. Give me Ludovic Klein. With the underdog, UFC's terrible. They Vegas is terrible at the fight odds on these. Oh. He's plus 145. Uh, my hey, ass. Kev, you're out of time, but I have bad news for you. Uh, it does appear that a former UFC champion, uh, a GOAT, has a moment he wants on the show real quick. To oh, I do see the mute rap button go on. I'm going to yeah, okay. mute rap and uh, welcome guest of the show. Who's always on retainer. Cause we can afford it here. Uh, f- former champ host of the boneyard, George's St. Pierre GSP. How are you excited to fight Devonte Smith tomorrow? Uh, very nice for you to bring me back on. Uh, very nice for me to be here. Uh, I see Ben Fox. He has been to many of my fight. How are you Ben Fox? Hey, good, good to talk to you again, George. Uh, what is new with you? Uh, you still been uh, keeping up with those things that we talked about? Yep. Very I've nice. never told anybody the things that you told me. Oh, uh, thank you very much. The bodies, uh, no one knows where they are buried. Yes, no? <laughs> yes, no, indeed. All right, Kevin, what is problem? Why you talk uh, and uh, conjure GSP? Well, first, why you being, you, you're like being really chummy with him? I don't even get a hello. I, I go way back with him. All right. I, I've i heard you're fighting under a new known name, Ludovic Klein. Well, first of all, if I did, 
wink, you would not know it. But if I did not wink, you would also not know it. Okay, well, then maybe you kind of sound like Guy Incognito. Can you just verify on the show, yes or no, you're going to fight on Saturday? Possibly. Perfect. That's all right, I everybody. Thought. That is all time for GSP. You have been a great audience. Uh, goodbye and ole ole. I have 30 GSP. All right. More everybody. questions for you. No, no. Too much uh, for GSP and his very fragile Professor X head. Must leave now. Goodbye, everybody. Just going to leave. All right. Well, I have to unmute Raph contractually. <clears throat> yes. Well, welcome uh, back. Sorry. Had to do it. I said his name three times. I even clicked. Like Candyman, dude. You can't do that show at GSP. Everybody knows that. All right, Kevin, you're going to tell us who's winning this lightweight bout. Yep. Uh, it is a Nicole. Hmm. Uh, Nigamaru mm-hmm. versus Kennedy. <sighs> okay. Yeah, deep breaths. <sighs> Don't hurt yourself. N- 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 um, Nunchuck. Kevin, go. Netchawu, yeah. I think it's uh, Menorenu. I'm not even, I can't do it either, Raph. And this is one I'm going to just let the coin decide. Kennedy Nishwuku. Thank you. Ben? I never go against a Kennedy. <laughs> not ever. Alive or dead. That's good it's advice. not going to start now. So let me see if I have this right. Kevin, you can tell me if I'm wrong on this. Have you guys picked the exact same people? Uh, no, no, no. I have Ludovic. I want you have Ludovic. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Come on. Sorry. I, I got Devontae. Listen, it's been very similar. I just want to make sure. Clarification. That's how we keep things orderly here. Ben, you tell us who wins. Heavyweight bout between Sergey Spivak and, you know, the other guy. Man, I'm a, I, I'm about to become the world's biggest Sergey Spivak fan on Saturday night. Why do they keep acting like Greg Hardy is good? Greg Hardy is not good. We're just going to keep trying until we find somebody Greg Hardy can beat. Greg Hardy's not good. Sergey Spivak for a wife. <laughs> Kevin, what do you have for us? I have a problem here because, okay, you know what? I, that's all right. I've got a few here that I can definitely zig and zag on. Oh, yeah. But... I'm going to be putting heavy dollars against no. Greg Hardy and his okay. declining weight problem and his athleticism's not there. And really, we didn't ever understand why the UFC was obsessed with him. But at this point, mm-hmm. they are obsessed with him. They are giving him more. I, when I saw I had the same, I was like, Tuya Vasa was on the undercard two fights ago. Hardy's mm-hmm. fighting primetime. Here we go. Awesome. All right. Um, Kevin, you're going to keep this party going. It's a flyweight bout between yes. Tim, Billy, Elliot, and... Tagir, hmm, uh, Ulan Bekov, which I think is the name of my router. Go for it. Yeah, I don't know what country exactly that. I got to get better at the flags. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you who's from my hometown country of Kansas. Mm. And mm. that's Tim Kennedy. Now, this is one where they're going <laughs> to. Tim Kennedy, Kevin. Uh, Tim Elliott. They're gonna, the show, yes. I'm no. sorry. I just had that moment where I was like, well, they're just going to bring a Russian in to let him fight. Here comes Tagir. <laughs> We're not even going to address the global problem going on. This isn't a mm. Rocky situation. This is an undercard mm. against Tim Elliott. But, you know, UFC scared of Russia. We'll see if ABC is also. Yep. Uh, ben, what do you have for us? Tim Elliott is my dog. I can't go against Tim Elliott. So 
that that that's a no brainer for me. Even if he loses, I'm gonna go with Tim Elliott. I don't give a shit. Damn, that's 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 real friendship right there. Apparently, the buzzer did not like friendship. All right, Ben, you keep this going. Women's strawweight, Marina Rodriguez versus Yan Shaoyan. Go. Yan Xiaonan? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to go Yan Xiaonan. Okay. Just because I'm crazy. I'm fucking nuts <laughs> like that. Oh, wow. Ben has now gone into the Jack Nicholson as Joker portion of the betting. Kevin, what do you have for us? Well, since he understood the Ben Folds and was able to go, I'm going to bring back another early 90s 2000s reference that doesn't get enough mm. play ben mm. if my dog was as ugly as you i'd shave his butt and teach him to walk backwards i'm going with rodriguez okay that was do you remember I that joke people used to say is that uncle buck to... is that is that an uncle buck <laughs> it feels reference? like it is <laughs> the vernacular <laughs> i'm so glad that the receptors were going off being like is that some john hughes shit that's happening on this show not on my watch. Uh, gents, this is a fight that is not officially on the Wikipedia, but they have announced it. So I just want to make sure this is the right one. We have the Battle of the Raphaels. Yeah, is that what this is? Or did that get called off? You, I think you've been doing that. Hanato, you mean? The Moicano fight? Or it's the different... Moicano fight. Thank you. Yeah. You on just, the website, You assume everyone's so. named Raphael, even if the letters are different. It's not a big deal. Well, okay. On here... They still have the Fiziev, so no, it was a battle. It's just, it's oh, changed. it was so, Raphael's, Moicano. now it's a Hanato. There we go. Dos Anjos versus Moicano. Kevin, you start us off, go. I, that explains why we couldn't get Vegas odds on this, which was really getting me. I've lost a lot of, I keep choosing against Dos Anjos, thinking that sometime I'll be able to say it right. This is going to be that time, Raph. Give me Moicano. I'm doing it again. Ooh. Ben. I mean, I got to take RDA here, if only because he has actually been preparing for this date to mm -hmm. fight. And his mustache. Props. Did you not see his, his mustache? He's going to do this. He's going to start at OnlyFans. He's going to be busy. <laughs> Are you excited for this as a backup fight, though, Ben? Like, does this pique your interest no. at all? No. Okay. No. I mean, there, there are a whole lot of other options that seem like when Rafael dos Anjos needed a, an opponent, a whole bunch of people put their hands up. And this is kind of, I mean, like, I, I give credit to Moicano for stepping up and taking the fight here and everything, and it's, I guess it's better than nothing. But it also feels like two weeks in a row now where we're just, it's like a sweepstakes to just see, like, who the mystery opponent is going to be. And I, no, I mean... This one does not really get me that excited. It just okay. Seems... Stay with me though, mystery opponent. Hmm. I mean, we we could give you this contracted money you are due to receive for the fight, or we could give you what's in the mystery box. Man, you know a shocking amount of MMA fighters would take the mystery box. Listen, I love the mystery box idea more than anything. You can't tell me that there's not five weekends in a row that you see UFC content where you can't think a mystery box would improve the content that they are delivering, at least for one fight. I mean, a lot of these, 
UFC Fight Night cards where it is just some fights and that is what they're offering us. It would be fun if they were if it was like some kind of Royal Rumble thing where everybody just like oh. draws a, a name out of a hat and that's who you fight. Money in the <laughs> bank. Day. Put it in a mystery box above the cage with a like a Riddler question mark on the side. It lowers <laughs> after you win. Badass. Yeah, I'm in on this idea. Right. Like sometimes it's free stakes, but then it's uh, the keys to a Ferrari. <laughs> All right, here we go. Featherweight bout: Edson Barboza versus Bryce Mitchell. Ben, you start us off. Fifteen seconds, please. You know, I'm gonna take Edson Barboza, if only because I don't know if he is out here spouting dumb as fuck opinions about mm. absolutely fucking everything. Mm-hmm. But I do know that about Bryce Mitchell. That's fair. Kevin, are you not picking up anything Thug Nasty is putting down, though? I am. I'm not. Okay, but I have a parlay I want to do called the Asshole Parlay, which is where I put Uh-oh. Bryce Mitchell and Colby Covington together. And then I realized, <laughs> well, wait, wouldn't it be Masvidal and Mitchell? And then my head almost exploded. So and I'm then you going... add, gotta add Greg Hardy in there because why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, I guess there's uh there's just an e- and then every Russian fighter, I'll do an evil parlay. That'll be uh my best bet. I'm gonna go with Bryce and I need a shower. Yeah, sorry about that, bud. Kevin, you go next. Featherweight bout. Brian Boom Kelleher versus Umar Nurmagomedov. Hey. Yeah, so here's that moment where I'm like Look, I'm standing united around anti-war. And I heard Umar is too, so I'm going to try and reward him for his secret hidden agenda where he's going to take the mic and be like, free Ukraine, get my country out of here. Then it is going to be like Rocky. Umar. Mm. Okay. And I would really, I, I would like to find the people that are taking Brian Kelleher in this fight, but I'll pass the baton back to you. Uh, ben? Uh, I'm going to take Brian Kelleher purely because of his Twitter presence, online, yes. social media presence. This is how confident he is. He's going to beat me, Raph, and I don't like his smugness. It's East Coast. Mm. It's hockey elitism. I don't, I don't think he's from the East Coast, dude. I'm pretty mountain sure Ben's zone. from. Mountain time zone. Oh, wait, he, Kevin's on. also in the mountain time zone. Hold That's, on. Yeah. Uh... Wait, you're in New Mexico? Where are we? Montana. Oh. The 406. Cool. Okay. Well, it's not close enough for him to get in a truck. We're fine. No, nah, no, nah, he can't find you, man. He's cl- like, I don't know what ties he still has to Southern California. <laughs> because mountain that's time zone. Sorry. You're I'm in just Montana. He's in nowhere. It's very strange that Ben and I really didn't somehow bump into each other more because he's from Southern California. I'm from Southern California. We're vaguely around the same age. So I started thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. How did we not? Because I practically know everybody out here. Such a small town. It is. It's very strange. Anyway, is what it is. So, uh, Ben, this is about the time that we like to tell people there is usually a wager of some sort. Now, there's not financial wagers because, you know, it's not the most lucrative business if we're just telling people, you know. So, Kevin, can you give them some examples of some kind of wagers that you have made with past over under Kevin guests? Well, yeah, the coldest ninja now has to do, he has to participate in WWE BJJ week. So we're going to get some uh, 10th Planet Las Vegas fun out of there. Um, 
let me go back to the last few bets. Some there's some alcohol induced bets. People having to drink some uh, natty ices. That's Dan Martinez's fault. He was the one talking mm-hmm. smack. Um, there was a terrible smoothie ingredient bet that I still feel extremely good about where Fatima Klein has to uh, put soy sauce in one of her beloved smoothies. She offered that one. Just remind people that we didn't do that. Like we don't usually make people drink really gross things. That's really not our MO. True. She, she called herself the smoothie queen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, some, what is this? Uh, shout outs reviews. where you have to say yeah. things about, our show on your show um we've had people have to put over candy corn when they hate candy corn because they know candy corn is garbage just saying kevin it's really terrible uh and stuff of that like so without saying what it is if you do have an idea in mind because we defer to the guests first um do you have a general idea for a bet ben i do uh okay okay without saying what it is okay Okay. Because we're going to get to that next. So we're, we're, we still have a few fights just in case you don't know what it is. All right. Understood. All right. There we go. Beautiful. I like that you're about to jump the gun. I was about to. Do you, do you want to scream at the guests again, Raf? Or are you all set for. <laughs> no, he knows I was going to scream. And I'm, I, like, I'm just wood off enjoying air. my time. Having, I'm trying to turn Ben and you two against each other. And it's just not going well for me yet. I'll work on it. I mean, I've already told him I want to super fight with him. I don't know how much more I could be. Like going against Ben. Yeah, but, but it is you in the want an injured way. version. If he starts feeling better, you're like, well, now <sighs> I'm good. You were very clear. Well, the other issue is, is if I took on the Ben folks of many years ago, pre pile of trash neck, I don't think I would win. That's the fight I want to see. <laughs> I know. If there's a time machine, that's the first thing we're going to waste our efforts on. <laughs> ben, tell us who's winning. Jalen Turner. Or Jamie Malarkey. Go. I mean, you're not ever going to catch me sitting over here betting against the tarantula. Jalen Turner. Man is weird as fuck. Keeps tarantulas as pets. Mm -hmm. Regards it as a sad thing when he has to sell off some tarantulas to whoever the fuck is buying tarantulas. (laughs) Kevin, what do you have for us, 15? Wait, what? Yes, his nickname is the Tarantula. So, Kev, this is a guy who I've talked about. Him and our good friend Rich Leroy had the best fight I've ever seen. Oh, God. And this includes. I didn't know this the, is the same Jalen you scoped years ago. Jaylen. He's obsessed with yep. spiders. Yep, Jalen the Tarantula. Uh, you know, it's his whole shtick. I thought but, it was like uh, a nickname, yeah. like, you know, the Spider Silva, not like. No, no the no, man loves uh, tarantulas. He loves it. And, Ben, just to fill you in. Uh, Rich Leroy, friend of the show, fought this guy, and Jalen was winning pretty aggressively, and then Rich made the biggest zombie comeback I've ever seen live. And again, I've covered UFCs, I've covered plenty of combat sports live, and I've seen a lot of really good fights live. But when I saw this, Rich was so good that I had to pull him aside and I said, I want to interview you. And he goes, oh, I'd love to interview you. And I go, right, but we're not doing it now. And he goes, really? Why? And I go, because um, I don't think you're there. I'm not really into those kind of interviews. I'd rather interview you when you're fully with it. And he's like, oh, okay. And lo and behold, that was one of the things that made him appreciate the way I do interviews much more. Because he was like, oh, you didn't come to just get a shitty interview. And I was like, yeah, dude, you were kind of hurt. 
it's not really the best time to say, all right, now make words. I'd have been into the shitty interview, honestly. <sighs> I mean, honestly, if you really want to see a shit show version of it, try having my sense of humor and being in front of people and trying to do jokes after they've been concussed. So I think it was a smart choice on my part. As it is, you're not even concussed. No, I'm making fun of you, and it's from the safety of my home. Nonetheless. I'm going with Jalen Turner, not that anyone You're asked. going with Jalen Turner. I Well, listen, I had a story I wanted to tell. I was trying to give you intel. We're going to move on. Kevin, you can go next. It's Kevin Holland versus fucking Alex Oliveira. Go. Oh, this one was the fight I was. I like this. To me, I was a little surprised to see this one even further down, but I'm I'm going with my fellow Kevin. This is a Kevin yeah, Holland win. And it is. Or Fair he enough. dicks around for three rounds and loses or gets knocked out in the third. <laughs> one of the two, you know? Ben, what do you have for us? 15 seconds on the clock. You know what? I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to say Alex Oliveira drags Kevin Holland down, exploits his deficiencies in that department, and then impregnates another woman on his street. Mm, oh, on. If he to... does that, you win, regardless. <laughs> if we get paternity papers at the end of this. I was about to boo Ben for having real analysis on the show, but then he, he saved it with He's that last comment. He's done a few times, but yeah, that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ben, you keep this going. Women's flyway bout. Marno? That's a fake way of spelling it. Moros versus Maya Angelou. I'm sorry. Myra Agapova. Go. Um, Agapova. Sounds like a tennis player. I'm into it. Um, also, uh, Marina Moros, uh, you know, maybe has some stuff on their mind. Ukraine-wise. A uh, mm. lot, lot going on in her world. It's a difficult time to try to go in there and show up and fight, man. Very true. Yeah. Kevin, what do you have for us? Opposite for same reasons. I'm going with Morose because, you know, maybe this is that moment. You're back there. You're mm-hmm. like, fuck it. Would have also just accepted opposite. <laughs> I, should, I was Full trying disclosure. to condense it. Yeah. Why well, say <laughs> many words when few words do trick? Yeah. Absolutely. Opposite. All right. Kev, I have put. 23 seconds on the clock for you to talk about the main event and man are we excited because of the possibility of the bmf belt potentially being brought on for display again kevin i give you your 23 seconds go the best news i've heard all day had nothing to do with this fight and i won't even really answer your question except to say covington i heard they might put the BMF belt back up, which we've been talking about. We were like, um, you know, that guy has the BMF belt. They've been acting like they didn't know he had it. And this is the first time they're like, oh, yeah, fuck, maybe we'll do that. And that's great news for us because we'll get to keep tracking the sales of these bad boys. They remain $850 at UFCstore.com for a badass motherfucking belt replica. And Kevin, who do you have? Who did you pick? Uh, Co- Covington. Remember, asshole part. Covington. Got it. Just making sure. Ben, what do you have for us? 23 seconds. Go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to pick one. You got to. <laughs> I, I mean, Ben picks I, UFC I 273. It. He'll just I go. But I got to pick Colby Covington. I just think he wins it and nobody feels good about anything that they did with their lives. <laughs> There's really no right answer here because both of them have been silly in their time Ben like 
legitimately, there's a lot of nonsense. I think the perception is, oh, well, Masvidal's kind of less weird, right? I mean, unless you really dig into it, but but yeah, he's less yeah. aggressively weird in that way. Yes, yes. Except um, he comes okay. out and he's like, the world's flat and I don't think women should be able to vote. Yeah. Fight me. And we're all going to be sitting there like, <laughs> is this, a, this is the way in. What did you just say? Yeah. Yeah, listen. There are no winners in this one except for the fact that I guess it's a main event. And I think you touch upon a very important thing, Ben, which is uh, look at the record, you know? Like, is there any way Masvidal wins this fight? I'm asking, is it better? Um, Minus, he's plus 250. I mean, we didn't think he was going to beat Ben Askren. And then he ran across the cage. Oh. Jump no, I, <laughs> I actually <laughs> traded a few favors with the fight gods on that one, Ben. That one might be me. That cost us the GSP comeback. We had to trade it for that. It definitely did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the event you guys tie, we do performance of the night and fight of the night tiebreakers. So we ask you to pick two people that you think will get performances of the night and one fight of the night candidate. Ben, you'll start us off on this one, sir. All right. Uh, I think Edson Barboza gets a performance of the night. Uh, and then I think uh, the tarantula, Jalen Turner, gets a performance of the night. Uh, and then fight of the night, even oh, fight of the night, I'm going to say Kevin Holland and Alex Oliveira. Okay, that seemed like it pained you. Um, Kevin, what do you got for us? Tim Elliott. With the crowd chanting USA, USA behind him. He took his dog, dude. Um, Nermies for performance of the night, number two. He sounds a lot less threatening if you call him Nermies. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to uh, Covington Masvidal for fight of the night. They want Same this fact. really bad. They they being the UFC, because both fighters don't seem to be particularly caring that they're fighting each other this week. It's also a way to give them extra money, so it's not a terrible idea, even if they're not necessarily the fight of the night. Sometimes they go, eh. I'm in. I've just heard Colby Covington talking about title shots. I've heard Masvidal talking alarmingly about Diaz and different people he hates, and it's like, you guys are actually fighting each other this Saturday. (laughs) All right, Ben, we return back to you. We asked you a few minutes before if you had an idea for a bet. Now is your chance. What is the idea for your wager, sir? Well, as you guys may or may not know, uh, Chad Dundas and I on the co-main event have become instant fans of the Seattle Krakens hockey team. Okay. Now, the Kraken share a name with a really unfortunate spiced rum. Are you familiar with the spiced rum? So yes, it's fucking garbage, bro. I'm here (laughs) to tell you, I had some of it because I bought some for a watch party that we did for their first Kraken game, and (laughs) then it just sat on my counter or in my my cabinet for a while because it was terrible. And then I got the COVIDs, and then I had the I had no taste, and so I finally got rid of it that way. And even then, it was unpleasant. So. I propose that the loser of this bet has to drink some of this terrible crack and spiced rum. And do like a video of some sort and say like, hmm, Ben Fox is good. Or you say verbal tap is good. 
Yeah, I I accept under this premise, Raph. I was thinking, oh God, first of all, did he just you fought COVID with Kraken black rum? <laughs> God, he he slid that I mean, in. I was I was past the point of being sick at that point, but still had like no taste and no smell for a while, and it really it'll kind of fuck with you psychologically after a little while of that. And then then it was like, okay, how do we turn this to our advantage? Let's get drunk, but also get rid of this Kraken rum. <laughs> Ben's the first person COVID's like, I don't want to go back to that guy. It was horrible. God, he kept throwing rum at me. Tasteless. Amazing. I love it. Uh, I accept, you know, maybe, Raph, it's like a 30-second cameo where you explain who you think is the best grappling journalist brought to you by Kraken yeah, Black Rum. Not yeah, sponsored. Well, I think the other thing is maybe we, we wish the other a happy 500th or whatever. Oh, kind of like that's that. sweet. That's nice. Oh, that, that, seems sweet. Like a, that seems like a nice thing to do from a shitty situation all right ben so here's the way this works uh we always do these predictions and we always offer to the guest if you'd like to come back next week you're more than welcome to i don't know your schedule i don't know how that works we well, can talk off air uh, about it we know hockey season's over raf because tonight's the toilet oh, bowl, so. wow no i'm not doing that joke to him that's too mean I, but i'm saying he has more t- there you go uh, there you go uh but yes we are more than happy to extend the invitation to you to come back next week should you be interested uh, I'm gonna, I'm washing my hair. Um, I appreciate the offer. I gotta take my goldfish for a walk. Understood, Ben. <laughs> washing my course. hair is another great '90s callback. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, plug your stuff and tell the people where they can find you, sir. Well, they can find the Coleman Event wherever they get their podcasts and at ColemanEvent.com. And to keep the discourse free and unfettered, they should absolutely consider supporting us at patreon.com slash co-main event. Fair enough. Ben, we appreciate you. We appreciate your time. Good, sir. Thanks for having me. Listen to Ben. He's one of our favorites. It's Verbal Tab. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. We are... has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is